What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, End of the Line. Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and more. If you'd like to submit your own geeky case for a future episode, you can email us at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support the show over at patreon.com slash geeksontrial for just a few bucks a month, and you'll gain early access to both our audio and video episodes before they're released to the general public. Boo! That's scary. <laughs> I was literally going to do the same exact thing. Were you? <laughs> That's how stupid and hacky we are. We're both just going to boo each other and you beat me to it. Oh, I love booing you. Uh, yeah, but you did scare me. It was honestly terrifying. Good. Good. Probably Perfect. a lot of our listeners were in their cars and had heart attacks and swerved off the road. They're dead now. But before you die or if you have a will, just leave some of your money to us over at Patreon. That's right. Now, we are in the prime time for the Halloween season, and uh, Ivan, you wanted to discuss a little bit of the attractions that go up around this time of year. Yes. Specifically, like the, you know, we're not talking about seeing your friend down the street who put up a big plastic ghost. No, Or the hilarious, silly. the witch that is crashed into a tree. I love Actually, that. I do one. like that. That's one. funny. That's great. That's fun. <laughs> That's always you know, whenever funny. De- whenever Dolores puts it up in the neighborhood, I love seeing her. She climbs the pole. She's eighty five years old, and Dolores is just climbing this pole and yeah. and doesn't doesn't give a shit about falling down or she's missing a leg too, and she still just Jimmy's right up that pole and just puts the ghost up year after year. She's been doing it since nineteen thirty, mm-hmm. and she looks good doing it. She does. I can, but you know, sometimes I can't tell if she's the witch or if the witch is her. Don't know what that means, but it's fine. Uh, so, so have you ever been to like a haunted house uh, attraction? Either, either one that's like you know a a pop up event, like a a Universal uh, Studios. Uh, what, what do they call it? Ghosts, ghost nights. Ha- Halloween uh, horror nights. Horror? I believe is Universal. So I think Fright Nights or Fright Fest is Six Flags. Fright maybe. Fest is Great Adventure. Six Flags, yes. Um, yeah, and if I'm, I'll probably end up saying Great Adventure because uh, I am a New Jersey native, and Six Flags Great Adventure is our local Six Flags. It's funny because Six Flags. I, I, I also, as you know, I'm from New Jersey. I always think of it as Six Flags. I've never called it Great Adventure. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So the history behind it, Great Adventure, was what the park was originally in like the 70s, and then the Six Flags Corporation came in and bought it. Mm, because they also now have like, they're called different things. There's like Six Flags, is it Magic Mountain or something is somewhere, I think. Six There's... Flags over Texas, Six Flags America. Like they just yeah. kind of make up names. But we actually, we live in a fairly decent area for theme parks. Um, yeah. We have Hershey Park, Dorney Park, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure, um, Legoland New York. Yeah. Which I... they also do a, a Halloween thing as well. Sesame Place. <laughs> oh, very. The count comes out at Halloween on That's Sesame. the only thing. They just come out, you know. Uh, but, uh, and there's a monster so, at the I, end of the book. I did. I actually went to Hershey a couple years ago during Halloween, and they had. I don't know if they had like any Fright Night stuff, but they did have decorations and. They had like a trail where you got candy and some spooky Halloween music playing and stuff like that. It was a little okay. goofier. Um, but I have never done the official, the the cool, big hype Universal or right. Six Flags or Great Adventure or what have you. Or I guess Disney does Halloween stuff too. I was just watching a video that yes. they do like, like haunted, not haunted trails, but it's like, you know... Th- after certain hours, you can go trick or treating. They have like certain it's, things set up. They but. call it the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which is, yeah, it's like, a, and they also do, you know, of course, they have the Haunted Mansion is, is always there for Halloween. Right. But uh, yeah, they don't quite go as all out with what these other places do, which is really trying to frighten you. I have seen right. uh, several of those, like walkthroughs of those on YouTube or TikTok. And I've also, I have done a couple of, you know, kind of the low rent local fair 
type of haunted houses. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, what, what do you usually like those? Or is it like, like me, like I go through those because like I've worked in the Halloween industry. Like I've worked at through party city, the Halloween industry, <laughs> Halloween industry, which is what they used to call party city in October was the Halloween industry. Sure. And, I um, so like, you know, I'm, I'm a big Halloween. I love Halloween. I love, you know, getting scared. I love watching all the horror movies, good, bad, or indifferent. And, uh, you know, if I still could, I would go, no, I would go trick or treating if I still could. You can, but, um, you can try. So like, do you, do you like these kind of events? Do you like going to haunted houses and being scared? I, it's not like a thing I seek out because I feel like obviously, otherwise I, maybe I would have done one of these things. Right. I mean, we could, yeah, I, I, there's no, you know, Universal and Disney are kind of far away, but there's no reason in in my 30 plus years of life I couldn't have some year or another gone out to Six Flags Great Adventure and um right. and tried one of these out. We could this year. It's they, it's they, right. they start in like September. I could have done it last month. They might even go through to like November. Or I'm not sure how long they, they actually probably go. do. They, yeah. But uh but- I never have I I don't I think I would enjoy on some level. I will say for much of my life, I was a big scaredy cat and right. it took me a long time to even really warm up to roller coasters. Now I'm okay with the, oh, the wow. thrills and the chills. Is that an oh wow <laughs> for you? <laughs> well, it's just weird because it's like, I've, I guess I've known you like going on like rides that are like, you know, a little bit scarier, but uh, I wouldn't think that like a roller coaster would be like a, 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 a limit. If for for me, it was like, I didn't really ever want to go on a loop. Uh, or a really scary okay. roller coaster until probably like post college is when I became brave enough to try those out. So I guess now that's you know a decade plus. I'm not a fan of the God, you're old. I'm not a fan of the looping roller coasters because they make my tummy upset. Sure, I get I get the 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 pukey afterwards. You get the pukey. So I get the pukey. I but I do one thing. I really appreciate having seen these again from a very separated perspective, especially the ones at universal in these places where they do the ones based on current uh, movie properties and TV properties, seeing the effort that goes into the design of these places and knowing that it's temporary and they're tearing it down at the end of the season. And a lot of times you see the ones they'll be based on like there's stranger things or the purge or whatever it is. And they'll have, I saw one that was from uh, the latest Evil Dead movie, Evil Dead Rise, and it's like detailed recreations of the sets yeah. that look really good. That it really and I looks think like it was you're Universal walking into it. Either Hollywood or uh, Florida or Orlando, yeah, mm-hmm. where they do like they had the hollow. It was like the 25th anniversary of the movie Halloween, and they had the original like from the first Halloween movie, the house set up, and it was the house they built a two story home. That looked like the house that Jamie Lee Curtis was in, in the movie Halloween. And it's just, it's wild to me, which I guess Universal, it makes sense because they're known for the Universal horror movies, you know, all that kind of stuff that like mm-hmm. kind of built their company. But then like some of the other theme parks, like the smaller theme parks, like the Six Flags and the Hershey Parks, they kind of, they try to keep up with it, but it's really like, okay, we have like Six Flags Great Adventure here in Jackson, New Jersey. This year they have, I believe it's The Conjuring. And Saw X, which... Hey, those are pretty those are big, big. Yeah, that's pretty big. Those are big franchises. But I'm wondering if it's like, okay, we just have like a, a generic haunted house that kind of has some conjuring stuff in it. Like people just walking around playing the clapping game or something, you know, like stuff like that. You love that clapping game. I love the clapping uh, game. Well, now there's eight conjurings, so there's going to be a nun in there. Well, there's going to be all true. kinds of stuff. Um, no, I um, I mean, I'm sure these are on YouTube. We could answer these questions. My, my guess is that they look pretty good because I think you got to compete now. I think Universal probably set the standard. I could be wrong. Right. Maybe, maybe Six Flags started. I don't know. I, I feel like Universal... Was there were the ones like it who would made make it big. sense? Like they had horror, like you know. And again, you but have you to. Also, you're on TikTok now, so like you right. got to make it look good because you you're going to be all over the internet. And you know, in this part of New Jersey where I live, I live in the southern part of the state. We have a lot of like privately owned farms and and areas that do their own haunted houses or haunted hay rides mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I've been to a bunch of those. Like we went to a haunted hay ride. Maybe about five years ago, uh, we try to find me and my partner try to find a new one every year 
uh, either it's go we know it's either going to be really scary or really <laughs> stupid. Like some guy just walking around with a chainsaw running that. I've you. never like, like, done a haunted hayride that wasn't a little stupid. Are they ever so really you, scary? <laughs> we went to one where it was like there was no lights and you're just driving through a cornfield. Mm. And like occasionally like it would be more ju- it's jump scares. That's all yeah, these well, are. Yeah, of course, yeah. And and it was all zombie themed and it was actually kind of like it got me a few times. Like that was one of the okay. good ones. Yeah, the thing about was, but. the haunted houses that, you know, again, from mostly from watching them is it's always the atmosphere is so scary, but I feel yeah. like there's there's a threshold and maybe not for everybody. For some people, they might just be scared all the time, no matter what. But if you're like, if you're used to, if you're used to these things at a certain point, you realize they're not allowed to ever touch you. And so well, when you, when they hold on the, when the video holds on this jump scare person, they always jump out and are real scary. And then they just kind of go, uh, and then they duck yeah, back behind yep. the curtain because they can't, that's all they can do. <laughs> so now it is funny that you mentioned some of these. There are a few big ones. There's a few in like, uh, there's the, the, the old Eastern state penitentiary in Pennsylvania. And there's one in New York where you sign a waiver and it's like, they're allowed to like attack you basically. Like they can come up to you and like touch you and like, you know, like put their hands on you and like scare you that way. Well, have you seen the the Nathan for you episode where they do a haunted house? No, (laughs) it's the, it's the scariest haunted house experience. I won't, I won't spoil it, but you can go on YouTube and find that. But like the, that, I, mean, I wouldn't do that because I would end up like punching somebody. <laughs> That's I bet you know? that happens. These people got to be ready for that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I like you're right. A haunted house is different than like a haunted hayride or like a, a smaller thing because it's all about the immersive. Like at Six Flags and I'm sure at Universal, like while you're waiting in line, they have these characters prepping you before you get in, scaring you before you walk in the door. And but there is a campy side to it because there's only. You know, these are meant for like 13 and over. So there's only so much they can do to scare a child and an adult. That's what I think, for better or worse, they've kind of become more about the IP, uh, which I feel like is, is is a positive thing. Because like I said, I think at a certain point, you know the ins and outs of these scares, and now it's more about right. isn't this? It's just about the immersion of it and, and being impressed by the art design and the presentation. And oh, that's like a different kind of scare than they've done before. So that's right. fun to see. Now, as a movie person, like you know, you've you've done some movie history stuff, and you've watched a lot of movies. And are you? I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> are you like? Can you point out stuff more than you think the average person can? Like you're walking through and like, oh, the music's getting different. Somebody's going to jump out here because that's a big issue with me. I feel like based on ones I've seen and been in, they're not even they're not usually that elaborate. Like because the music is just kind of loud noises that plays everywhere. And you're just a jump scare is just good. I mean, mean, you might be able to see like, oh, I can see that corner. That's where they're going to come out and get you because it's a right. Or you see like, oh, there's a spotlight above them. That's going to be the next. Sometimes some of the new ones are they get pretty creative, though, with like there's a fake mirror they come out of, or there's like walls that move and they jump out of. Uh, I like that. There's one on YouTube where it's like, there's a painting on the wall and the painting drops into the wall and there's somebody behind it. Pretty good. That's a cool thing. But you're right though, with the invention of like social media and TikTok and and all that, you have to one up it because now like people are watching this at home. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But my, like, so I was looking into some of like, we have one, like I was saying, a Six Flags Red Adventure here in New Jersey. They shut down a lot of the major rides because mm-hmm. I was looking it up. The reason they do this is a lot of their employment during the summer is teenagers who went back to school. So they might not have a full staff to run a full theme park and mm. an added haunted experience, but I'm pretty sure the tickets are still the same price. I thought it, you could do, I thought it was like only at night, like you could, you, you pay a ticket for specifically for Fright Fest or whatever. Mm. And it's like starting at 6 p.m. is when all that stuff is. Like the park, because I know it's only weekend hours because they don't do, um, like it's not open seven days a week like it is in the summer. I haven't looked at this up at all, so I truly have no idea. But that would that was just my assumption is that it's like, you're go. You're either buying a ticket for the theme park or you're buying a ticket for Fright Fest. For Fright Fest, like you're right. not really there for the rides, but because like for know. me, it would be like an added like, oh, I want to go to this. You know, I want to ride. I don't know whatever big. They have a Jersey Devil roller coaster. I would want to ride this roller coaster you just at love night. Love New Jersey. Like, <laughs> I live like 20 minutes away from the theme park, <laughs> but they have like the uh, like you know to go on this ride while there's like you know 
a fire breather like 20 feet away from a fire know, breather a, have you not seen these uh <laughs> oh you're talking videos about, you're talking about like a, a fire like a man who breathe like a man who has a yeah. stick where he shoots I, I thought this was like a name for a like an ancient medieval term for a demon of some kind a fire breather uh, descends upon us from the east <laughs> well i'm sure that's what they called like you know a dragon <laughs> yeah i thought that i thought that's what you meant but that's not what you meant um yeah i don't know but it seems good. Someday I would like to to do it, but it's not something that I really feel like I I don't feel a strong urge. It's not my right. I love horror movies, but I don't know, I'd probably be a scared little bitch at one of these to be honest with you. <laughs> but then that would that's what you're paying for. That's so you're paying for, yeah. That's the fun of it. Well, uh subscribe to our Patreon and then we'll go next year and we'll let you know how it is. There you go. Anyway, these things are all happening. It's all exciting. We're all getting in the spooky season. We are going to move off the spookiness, and but we are going to stay on the subject of theme parks for today's case, which does take place in the realm of Orlando, Florida, as we mentioned, at Universal Studios. Today's case comes to us from the internet. You can find a link in our episode description. Our defendant today is Molly. Molly and her husband, Arthur, are enjoying a vacation at Universal Studios and waiting in line for the Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure Roller Coaster. Say that five, five times fast. Everyone at home did it. Okay, good job. But, yeah. First thing in the morning, Molly and Arthur rush to get to the ride to be early in line, along with a bunch of other park goers, only slowing down upon approaching the edge of the queue. This is when the incident occurs, creating today's case. Unlike the rest of the crowd... One girl is running in front of people, still frantically trying to get a better spot in line. Molly and Arthur see her coming and anticipating her movements, reposition themselves to block her from moving past them, thinking her behavior rude. The girl, however, persists trying to maneuver around the two of them, at which point Molly says to her, hey, this is the official line. I don't know if you noticed. You shouldn't be going ahead of us. And even going so far as to put her arm out to physically block her from getting ahead. At this point, a couple up front ahead of them tells them that this girl is their niece and Molly lets her through and says, hey, next time you should have just said something instead of just trying to move past us like that. The girl starts tearing up, says that she has severe anxiety, and that is part of the problem and why she didn't make that declaration known. Kind of a complicated case. Bear with us today, folks. As dual judges here on Geeks on Trial, it's now our job to determine whether it was fine to cross that line or if that shouldn't be done anytime. There's a lot I had to, to get back, get through there. Need to get back in line for that. <laughs> it one. was get just, the, it was, there was, it, I, I'm tired. I, I there's a lot. <laughs> you, if you said that to me while you're in line, I'd be like, get in the back of the line, kid. <laughs> if someone is saying what I just said to you in line, call the police. Because <laughs> they have clearly lost their goddamn. It mind. might be me, and I might be like on a bender, or I've I'm mm. off my meds, and I've escaped from the home, and I'm just wandering. Well, whenever I see you just randomly approaching me in a line, I do call the cops, and yeah. most people should. Well, I'm usually half naked, and there's blood smeared all over my face, and I smell like, and like weirdly half naked, like half yes. down your body. Yes, I'm yeah, wearing a suit, but I have directly yeah. cut it lengthwise in half. Yeah, I don't know how you, it's, it's magical I have a how guy. you do it, but I have a guy. But gosh, it's frightening. Yeah, well, that's that's why they pay me to come back every year. Anyway, oh. <laughs> we're talking about. We're talking about theme parks. We're talking about uh, lines. Ivan, I know you were looking at this case and there were some things that you were a little bit unclear on not being as yes. much of a theme park person, perhaps, uh, or not at least not having, a, we've talked about this in the past, not having been to these kind of bigger theme parks the way that I have. Were there some questions and maybe the listeners or viewers feel the same way that you, you some things you wanted cleared up ahead of time? Mm -hmm. What is a roller coaster? <laughs> okay, so no, I need I need the bare minimum. Now, I'm trying to figure what was the word. Oh, a rope drop. A rope drop. Right. So that is what a rope drop. Molly and Arthur are attempting a rope drop. I, I wonder okay. if this came up in our other theme park episode or or if it didn't. I don't know. But uh, rope drop simply it refers to the opening hours of the park when everybody will queue up in advance just to get in the front gate, not at the line yet. 
Uh, so you, and you are of course blocked off by a rope, you know, like a the velvet rope kind of crowd control rope. And okay. they call it the rope drop because the idea is you get to the park early and the second the rope drops, you start walking quickly to one of the rides so that you can get in line early and not have to wait a very long time. And usually you do this, you'll say, I'm going to go rope drop, for instance, Hagrid's magical motorbike right. f- fuckscapade. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's one of the more popular lines. And you know that by, like, if you don't, usually for the theme park people, unless you buy passes or whatever, if you don't do the rope drop and get there early, by the time, you know, 30 minutes after the park's opened, that ride has an, a line that's two or three hours. Whereas right. if you rope drop you, and you get there and you plan it well, you could be on that ride and out in 15 minutes. That's the idea. Now, this seems like it's a newer thing in the past, maybe 20 years where these rides have been more um, sought after, like the Star Wars rides and the, the movie IP rides. It, it seems like this seem, is like a bigger thing because I've, like I said, I've never gone to Disney Universal. I've done our local Hershey Park, Dorney Park, whatever's. And it's like, you know, all the rides there are kind of like roughly this, like they're roller coasters or whatever. It's not a right. an IP driven or a big IP driven uh, adventure where I think that's what theme parks are now is more of a, you're going there to ride one ride. The rest is good. Yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about I don't know about one right. ride, but yeah, there are certainly signature attractions. I think that but I think Great Adventure has sort of has that too. I think there's still like I haven't been there in so long. I could there's like King Dakar or whatever. Isn't that the Right. And they want it like that's like the big, yeah. Right. There's there's probably still the ones, but but you are right, I think it's it's more of a thing at the Disney and Universal and I don't know if it's so much of a that recent, maybe 20 years, but it's certainly, I think part of it is with the spread of social media and the internet, the, Mm. the strategies for these things have become more widely known and discussed. So like, because before I feel like it would just be like the, the, the freaks who would just be like on these message boards back in the day being like, Oh, I'm going to show up at this time. I'm going to camp out until this, you know, like stuff like that. They might've still done this kind of thing, but there maybe wasn't like this kind of an official term for it or, uh, yeah, it, w- it wasn't as as much of uh, the the theme park culture as you were saying. Uh, and I also feel like too, like theme parks allow this now. Where I feel like back in the day, it was like, you know, we we don't even open the parking lot until X amount of time, and then you get there. You know, they like realize, now it's like it's it's yeah. part. They probably sell like food and drinks while you're waiting in line. Yeah, they they know they're gonna get. These are the people who are going to spend more money and come back more often. Probably, right? They make their money off the people who. Come every year. The they know the ins and outs. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. The Philly fanatics. Now, are you a line cutter? Um, <laughs> no. Waiter inner? Well, are, are you a line cutter? Like, if you're like, if you have the ability and like, oh, I can just kind of weasel my weapon. I know you're not. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. your personality. No. But like, of course. I not. would never do that. Even if, like, I even feel guilty if like I'm waiting in line. And my friends, 20 people up, and they're like, oh, just come join us. I'd be like, no, because I'm the kind of person who, like, if I see this kind of stuff, I get very upset. And I'm the kind of person who will say something. If you see something, say something. Right. Yeah, and I think that is maybe the crux of this case is whether or not that was occurring. Because my reading of it, strictly from the case file, and, and and I have not been, I have been to Universal and I have been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, as they call this section. But when I last went, this specific roller coaster was not open yet. Which, by the way, this roller coaster, I, I looked at videos online. It looks amazing. It looks wild. It, but it also, <laughs> it breaks down all the time from videos that I've seen. I bet. But I've heard that it's like one of the best rides, if not the best ride yeah. in the park currently. Yeah, I'm mad that it wasn't open when I was there. Anyway, but that was like ten years ago. So what can I? I can't blame them. Right. Um, so okay. I don't know the specifics of like exactly how and where this queue begins, mm-hmm. because there is a point. It's hard for me to tell from this case file. It sounds like Molly is saying, in her mind, they were at the point where like this is the line. This is the official line line. 
Right. Like, like if you, for example, like you cross, like, let's use a carnival, for example. You give your ticket already and you're in the velvet rope area. Right. You're behind the fence. It's not like the, oh, we're just looking out the outside of it. This is like you cross the threshold. Right. You're here. Versus there may or may not be for certain rides in certain parks, especially for the rope drop time. There might be like an agreed upon point in my head, maybe like 80% of the way to the real start of the line where the crowd kind of goes, we don't have to be walking as fast. We're all sort of in a position right now. And if we, if we as a, as mob uh, mentality, if we all come together and agree this is our spot. We can sort of slow down. We don't have to be going crazy. And there's kind of a an unspoken agreement that we'll all just right. keep these positions and and be okay with it. And so it sounds like Molly's saying they were past that point, but it's hard for me. To, I don't know. That point may or may not be – different people may have different feelings about it. I'm assume, From what I read, I, I'm assuming that they were already in the official – line queue of where they have like the TVs going and like you, they're prepping you to be in line. I wish she specifically mentioned queue elements like that. And I also like, I've never, I didn't realize like that was a thing. Like there's a lot of like theme park etiquette. That's like unwritten kind of thing, which is kind of weird to me where it's like people that aren't the theme park came up with these rules that you have to follow about the, don't, the line like that don't be half naked and, like and don't recite right. podcast descriptions to people right yeah that's part of it i, yep. I don't know what are the i mean what's is are any specific well no just like the thing you were talking about just now like the 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 line before the line right that's certainly like to me it just seems like like you just whoever gets there it's a gets gray there area once you're in line. at that point i think it's like right. it's like an unofficial yeah rule yes and it's hard to it's hard to say what, how, where that begins and ends and who's the arbiter of what's right and wrong. Sometimes they'll have for really – like you go to Disney, cer- certain rides are so big that they will have people, employees, staff like along the way being like, don't run. Come this way for this ride. Right. The line is going to start way back. Like sometimes I've done this for the Avatar ride at, at Animal Kingdom. And if, when you rope drop it, the, the line starts – before the line, <laughs> like very right. clearly, like they have it marked off in a further away. Cause they know people are coming through early. Right. Cause they don't want people just randomly standing around and fights breaking out. Yeah. You know, there has to be uh, theme parks are so well thought out of, especially the Disney ones that like they have to figure out. And, and that's the other thing I was going to bring up about this case is there are rules there are like physically written rules about line cutting in theme parks because they'll throw you out of the park. It is interesting because I don't know. I mean, this is a thing where it's very much about societal, like you said, Mm. unspoken agreements because it's not like you're not signing anything when you go into the park. Right. I, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, and maybe I'm just not observant, they could be there. I'm trying to think about like Disney queues I've been in. There's there are definitely. I don't rules know if the signs. They in. certainly have signs that will say stuff about you know stow your, stow your cell phone or whatever this ride. You can't have anything in your pockets or, I I don't know that they always say explicitly no cutting. I feel like it's almost there has to be some kind of. I feel like it's like so just understood by society. But then you know, know you're going to get that that jerk who's yeah. like, oh, there's no rules. I can just walk right up to the front of the line. Yeah, and you might. No, <laughs> you're right. There has to be a rule because there was somebody who scams the system by saying they were handicapped and they were able to cut in front of the line for these reasons. So there has to be a rule in play that, you know, but it's, because if somebody's. Maybe, but like, I mean, isn't that a separate thing though <laughs> this is one of right, those no, things like, where i we, there's just clearly an answer and neither of us know it <laughs> but, right. but but i think even if there's an argument look i don't i'm not on this side are you trying to look it up i don't want to be yeah. on the side of the line cutters but i do wonder if there's not an argument of it's it's not an explicit uh, thing that is like stated. I don't know if like if one, they probably will kick you out just because other guests will complain. 
So it's God, there's so many like non-official websites up, <laughs> out there because Disney, like I love Disney and, and everything, but it's like oh, yeah, such we a love Disney. subculture we love of, them. I guess it says Disney is now taking steps against line cutters. I didn't go into the full details, That's, but I guess there is some is that kind article of, written though? I don't, that could be about anything. Right. <laughs> Who knows? I didn't. I just, <laughs> this just doesn't really tell us anything. I'm just trying to think, is there a sign in the queue that specifically tells you not to. And I, maybe there is, right. I don't know. We don't know. There's no way to find out. Or it's like, maybe not in the queue. It's like when you first walk into the park, cause I know there's like these, these signs that they have to make visible, but they're not visible. Like, you know, you're in the park. We can legally film you and use you for commercials and you know, like stuff like that. But like, I've certainly seen, uh, and probably even been a part of lines with, you know, like, Oh, my family, now, what do you think about that? Like, there's a group, your, fa- like your, your family, family or whoever, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's your significant other, they're holding a spot for you, and, you are, and you're saying, please, I need to get in there. I, I, now, I, okay I have an answer to that. this, but yeah, what do you think? Because, like, there have been times, too, where it's like, okay, hold my place in line, and if you tell the people, like, if people come up behind you, and you're like, oh, we're four people, and there's only three of you, that kind of gives you a pass, because, like... Sometimes somebody, oh, I need to run to the restroom. Oh, you know, I need to go grab something real quick. You know, like that's human nature. Like stuff happens where it's like, oh, I'll meet you there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's fine. And as long as you are open about it against the people who are behind you, or at least just the one person behind you, then that's fine. Um, But yeah, I I feel like that's fine. What about you? Yeah, especially on these rides, these lines where you can be in them for a long time. I mean, there are often bathrooms in the queue. So clearly they- Are there really? Oh, yeah. That's amazingly ridiculous. I mean, I have, (laughs) yeah, I've been on line and rides for rides for at least a couple hours in in my life. Um, And they're very long and sometimes, sometimes you got to go. And especially if someone has a condition or whatever, you know, you can't, you got to make it accessible to them. Um, But- I don't know. I feel like there's maybe a point, like you said, I, it definitely feels better if the person makes an appearance and then they're like, Oh, I'll be like, if the person behind you sees them leaving and coming back, um, or, or if you're the person, like you said, you say to the people behind you, just so you know, by this, we're one other person's coming. Uh, sorry, but we're, we're in a group together. But, and that's the thing also with this case, personally, if I am in one of these lines, if I see one person moving ahead of people past a point where I feel like that's acceptable, I'm mm. my assumption is going to be that that's what they're doing. I think that I'm going to assume they are they are meeting somebody, not assume the worst of them. And then well, the question mm-hmm. is, at okay. what point, how much of it is the responsibility? If that's you, if you're in this situation – what should you, are you supposed to be saying to each person you meet in line, excuse me, I'm meeting someone, excuse me, I'm meeting someone, like, where's the cutoff point? What should you do? I, so, me personally, if I just see somebody, depends on where you are, if it's one person, if it's a group of people. So, if it's, like, one person and they're, like, younger or also right. older. Like if they're like 65 or like <laughs> right. if they're a gray hair and they're trying to get through or if there's someone who is like 12, you kind of like, okay, fine. They're either they're good at screwing the system or they just have to get somewhere. And if there is one of them, you kind of just, but if it's like a, a group of people coming through, that's when you kind of go, hey, you know, we're all waiting in line. What's up? But it's all about communication. If I'm going through line, like if I'm, you're in line and I'm like, oh, I have to run to the bathroom or whatever. I'll run, be, I'll come up behind people. Oh, excuse me, I'm meeting somebody up there. Mm-hmm. But I'll say it loud enough to where it's like, <laughs> right. I won't have to like. And also, like, part of that too is in a line, you're all facing one direction. So, like, you want to tell people, oh, excuse me, I need to get up here because, like, you don't want to just be like, oh, pardon me, excuse me, shoving through people because, you know, they're talking about anxiety in this thing. And that's another thing of anxiety is like somebody just like showing up behind you, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like a haunted you know, house. Like, right, you know. But like, you, because I'm assuming this person was saying, excuse me, excuse me to get through. Just throw in the, my family's up here. Excuse me, I'm trying to, even if you're trying to cut in line, here's a tip from, from me. If you're trying to cut in line, <laughs> this down. just say to people, excuse me, I'm trying to get to my family, they're up front. 
so a good good tip. Uh, a few a few points here. Uh, number one, I believe according to the case file, she we're assuming this girl in question is maybe seventeen or eighteen, somewhere in that, maybe between sixteen and nineteen, somewhere in that range. Right. Number a, a, an adult. Yeah. Numbered. Uh, yeah. It depends on your view. Depends on your view. Uh, and depends on the consent laws in your area. Uh, what? <laughs> based on uh, number two, uh, not necessarily. You're saying, I don't know if this makes any difference, but I just thought I'd say it to fill time. You're saying everyone is looking in one direction. Maybe not always the case at a Disney or universal when a line can be, a couple hours, if you're a group of, say, three or right. four people, a lot of times kind of, you might be, yeah, like in a circle kind of. So some people might be looking to one side or kind of looking behind But generally. You. You're generally, yes, you're keeping an eye on the front, the forward motion of the line, for sure. And also, like, I've never been to these these theme parks you talk of. Hershey, though, they're is, usually is the like, same. You, you know, you've done Hershey. Yeah, yeah. And, um, they're usually smaller. It's a tighter area. It's not like a giant area where you have wiggle room. So, like... For a person yeah. to pass you, you have to like move over to like where you should be like saying something as you're passing. Somebody. And that's that's the other um, uh, thing. I, I it does from according to the case file, at least Molly did not hear this girl saying anything. It sounds like she, and and according to her, maybe that uh, she has anxiety and that she just really doesn't like having to uh, talk to strangers. Something like something along those lines. I don't know. Uh, right. Uh, but yeah, you, you, you do, you're saying you do the thing of, I feel like that's a, I don't know when you're on the line for an airplane or I'm trying to think of a better example. There's situations where, yeah, yeah. Like at the, at the airport is my best example, not on the airplane, but like when you're going through security and the person, the TSA agent has to say like, take all your electronics out, take your shoes off. (laughs) And they kind of say it like roughly every 10 or 15 people. Cause it's like, I don't need to say it for every person. (laughs) Right. You, kinda, you say it a little bit louder so you can kind of, you know. Now, let me tell you, at an airport, that is where my line, my fuse is very short. <laughs> when they start calling like, oh, group one, group two come up, and you see people just like in front of you, like the line starting here, that's when I'll be like, hey, there's one fucking line. Whoa. Like, get behind Ooh. me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll curse <laughs> the people at the airport. I don't care. Are we talking about the security line or the or boarding the plane? No, no, no. Like, the boarding lines, you know, when it's like when they start, like, yeah, these it's, it's that's another one. unofficial line, too, right? And like you're unofficially lining up, and then there's like, oh, there's a third line over here, but like, what do you but guys the, want? But the plane lines, I never understood. I mean, it's the group one, you get the advantage because I guess you're probably in first class and you don't have to like right. people but, walk past people, but you're all like getting on the same plane and leaving at the same time. It's not like honestly, if I'm sitting in an aisle, I'll wait till everyone's on board. Yeah, I usually am like waiting like, till the end. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm always whatever the last group is, but <laughs> right. Or unless I I know there's like a limited amount of space to put your. That's bag. the thing. Yeah, space for the bag. Yeah. But like, I I don't care if people see me walk through. Yeah, it doesn't like matter. Doesn't and matter. I hate waiting on an airplane if I don't need to be on an airplane. Oh right, that's sure. Here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, at, at but the like part, for, it's different. Like even so, I'll bring up. Um, we went to AMC recently to go see a movie. And AMC has two different has two different two different lines now. They have the oh, yeah. you paid money so you can skip line, and they have the regular line, which of course so, theme parks have too. But AMC, or at least our local ones, they ignore those and they just call whoever's next in line. Well, well come on. So it's up to you to do that. <laughs> but like, there was an, an issue where it was like a group of teenagers were in front of me, and then another group of like five or plus people were coming to meet them. And you know they're all individually buying stuff, so I wouldn't let them through. Yeah, I would. I, again, I, I going back to your earlier point. I do think it makes a big difference if it's one person versus even two. Is like, yeah, that's raising a red flag. Yeah, three or more is like, what the hell's going on no. here? <laughs> that's a hard line. <laughs> because especially at a fine for like an airplane or whatever, but a theme park where it's you literally counting by the seats. Yeah. And like a, a concession stand where it's like, you're going to make me late for my movie. Right. Like if it's like, you're right. There's a limit. One person coming through, depending on their age. Fine. Now, if it's a person with a baby or like a stroller, that's also, I'm probably going to give them a lot more lenience leeway and say, right. Go uh, ahead. Wheelchair, stroller, like anything like that. Fine. That's, that's whatever. And usually yeah. they have another person with them. But like, if it's just like a group of, you know, 17 or 18 year olds or around that age, I'm going to give them a little gruff. 
So I kind of, I, I kind of think I know where I stand on this case. I almost don't want to like go into anymore because I feel like I'm just going to sum up my verdict, to be honest. But I don't know. Is there any, well, the, are there any other issues? The only thing that was a big part of this was the anxiety mm. that we didn't bring up. Mm-hmm. Now, I have anxiety. Everybody has anxiety. It just depends on the it. level of anxiety that you have. I feel like if your anxiety is that bad that you can't just say in a simple, excuse me, going to my parents or whoever, that a theme park might not be the place for you. <laughs> well, I don't know if, you know, it, it's very, it's hard to say because everybody's different. Everyone has different levels of comfort. I will say someone maybe just should have been accompanying this person. Right. It, if there's, they're meeting if the anxiety two people, someone should have stayed that, with them. Right. Or like you, you know, your anxiety is bad. Don't leave the line. Or if your anxiety is that bad, depending on where it is, mm. they have medical accommodations for people at these parks. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the major like um, ADA, the Disabilities Act or whatever they call it. You know, they have a separate area for you to go through if there are issues. So like, you know, that's where I kind of call shenanigans for certain things. But like, you know, every you're right. Everybody's anxiety is different and they're triggered at different times. Yeah. But just like you would think the anxiety would be worse, just kind of like plowing through people. <laughs> yeah, it, it depends. I mean, from this girl's perspective, she's very possibly this is a nightmare for her <laughs> uh, as it probably would right. be for me. And and I, we have no idea it was some kind of emergency happened. I don't know. I do think that, right. that yes, she, uh, no question. One of the people, the niece, the aunt or uncle, presumably is, is the couple that, that's with her mm. should, should have been with her, should have stayed with her. One of them should have stayed with her in this situation. Um, because maybe I they got separated because it's, like, it's, it's rope drop, right. right? It's like the very opening of the park. So maybe they just ran ahead. Why'd they run ahead then? I don't, maybe she had to go to the bathroom again. I don't know. But again, that's, that's future planning, but like, yeah. you know, it's a theme park. You know, you kind of have to take that into account that you're going to, it's part of it's, you're not there for waiting for, 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 for riding rides. You're there for waiting in line. <laughs> that's that's, that's what it's all for. about. <laughs> that's the so good yeah, shit. I'm ready for my, my verdicts. You want to start this time? I would say who, so we are going against, uh, we're judging whether or not Molly is guilty of, blocking and uh and and making this girl feel bad for get trying to get ahead i 100 percent i am the molly in this situation maybe i wouldn't have like put my arm out or or like you know physically tried to stop her and you know but i would have been like hey where are you going like i'm going to question you that could be the i've lived in new jersey for 34 years part of my life hey i haven't heard you mention new jersey yet (laughs) go ahead I so you're out? new Boston? <laughs> oh, I've been gonged. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the whole like, hey, where the fuck are you going? You know, the New Jersey comes out of me. But you know Nice to meet you. I <laughs> see, thank you. So like, you know, I, I would mention something and and you know, we're all waiting in a line and so I don't think Molly did anything wrong. Um, assuming that she didn't like touch this person and like, you know, arm out like, whoa, back, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, you know, she's not guilty. Molly is a hard not guilty in my case because she's been waiting in this line just like everyone else has. So why is, you know, the other girl privileged to skip ahead and not wait in this line like everyone else? Especially at a at a, a morning thing. You know, everyone's cranky. It's the morning. You had to, to drop your rope. <laughs> You're always dropping ropes in the morning. And always, it takes always a lot out of you. Rope. It takes a lot out of you. Yeah. So, so yeah, not guilty. You mean guilty? No, you mean not guilty. guilty. Sorry. Not you, no, you mean not guilty. Molly is not guilty. Yeah, okay. Don't <laughs> trick you. Don't I got you. <laughs> question. Don't question me. I've gotten out of a lot of court cases that way. <laughs> <laughs> the judge is like guilty and I'm like you mean you mean not guilty. Right. Sorry, not guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I usually just I usually just bring my gong and they're like, "Oh, he is insane. It's, he can go." People on. don't know it's very easy to confuse judges. Mm-hmm. It's a little ploy you can use. So what about you? What What is your verdict? So um, on the one hand, I, I, I do think that this girl who is moving ahead in line could have handled this better. The, the, the family as a whole should have had this figured out to begin with Um from what it sounds like, I think the position they were at in line 
was probably more towards the actually being lying, although maybe there was or wasn't a gray area involved. Mm. Um, maybe I'm giving a little more lenience on that because I can't quite picture it in my head on if this crap, like how tightly formed this line is just yet. But okay, let me question you on <laughs> in the this. middle of my verdict. Is, come on, go ahead. Well, no, because you know <laughs> this line, this this secondary line, that isn't that still a line? Like I said, I think once you until you're at the like line starts here sign, you're okay. not in a line. That's what I'm, and, it's not official. and maybe they're. Okay. That's what I'm not sure. It sounds like I, I think I have to assume they are past that point, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's all. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so, th so there's definitely, there's some blame on that side for sure. Uh, in Molly's position f for me, I, I, and I'll, I'll come to this from a, if I, if I were the Molly and if I were to do Molly in this line, <laughs> I'm tired. All right. Let me keep going. <laughs> no, it's going to be fine. Well, that's what you want to, you want to do Molly. I it's going right? to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Take it however you want to take that. Uh, like I said, well, we both, one thing we agree on is that it's in, it's fine morally. I think we agree on this for this girl to have moved ahead to meet the rest of her party. The, the complaint we have is that she didn't make it known that she wasn't being up, up front with what was going on here. Right. Up front about being up front. And therefore it was okay on Molly's part to assume that she wasn't being genuine with her didn't have good intentions here that she was just cutting. Right. I think personally, I, I wouldn't make that assumption. I th I don't know if it's totally a fair assumption to make for me. If I saw a, a young girl, I wouldn't be trying to stop her. <laughs> we don't need to get into the young girls and what do I see them? Um, I would, I would just, what are you doing? I, I would personally just assume she must have somewhere to, somewhere to go. If at some point, if she stops in front of somebody and she's not meeting someone, it's that person's job to to yell at them. In my opinion, I, and I'm a person who wants to avoid confrontation. I'm certainly not going to put my arm out or try to block anybody. Uh, I will just go like unless they're if they literally stand in front of me and clearly they're by themselves, then I'll be like, okay, excuse me, why are you in line right now? That's a little rude. Uh, but in this instance, I, to me, I don't think it was justified. So while I do think there's some some gray area here, to me, Molly is I, I am going to declare her as guilty. I think she should have let this one go. Ooh. And it's regardless of, you know, the the aftermath. It's it's not to me. Uh, I don't think she should feel bad. She didn't know this girl had anxiety that that part's not her fault. Right. That's a secondary. But I do think just generally speaking, the best plan, and you know, this is differs depending on your attitude in life. The just the best way to avoid strife is just to kind of live and let live. And there's a point, there's a line where you don't let people cross it. In this case, a literal line. But to me, it didn't cross that line. So I'm so I say guilty. Interesting. So which means we have a mistrial on our hands. We do have a mistrial, which means that we have to. We both parties are going to be punished, right? <laughs> because that's how we do things. So do you have a, you're going to punish uh, the girl who we've who has gone mm -hmm. nameless? You have to decide because I think you you can't punish people under the age of eighteen. You're on a list, so you can't. Correct. I cannot get within yeah. three hundred feet of her. Right, which is weird with going to lines and theme parks. You must. That's a separate. Do they have a sex offenders line? That might be why she was very, moving. I might have been behind her, and she had it's to keep very spaced out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my so I'm I'm punishing the girl. Um. She has to go back to the thing that I would make her do if I was an employee or whatever is make her go back to the end of the line. Okay. What well, I thought you don't want to go more. Uh, she's got to stand in the end of the line of every no. line forever or something, <laughs> you know? Oh no, no, no. I mean the end of the line for the theme park. Mm, okay. She has to go to the traffic line. I've never been at Disney or universal. I'm assuming there's like a tra line to get in. Oh, probably like, you the know, parking traffic. Lot. she has to go. You know what? She has to be a line attendant. Mm. She has to be the person that stops people. And that'll that'll really kill her. That will probably, she, <laughs> she will be suffering. <laughs> so yeah, she has to be the, because I'm sure they have like line police and stuff like that. Like they have staff members in these lines, right? It depends. They usually, they definitely have people along the way. It depends on the theme park and how crowded they are and how well staffed they are, but because I know, like, we were talking about local theme parks. I know Six Flags, our local one, is very, like, 
if because we get a lot of rowdy teens that like parents will get the it's their babysitter more or less and like they'll you cut a line you'll get a warning and you kind of have to leave for the day you cut the line twice or like do anything like that you're banned for life <laughs> yeah at universal there are definitely blind spots where there aren't at people because it's just the lines right. are really long so you know have you ever dealt with this uh, no, not any. I mean, I'm sure I've, I must have been witness to people. I think probably last time I went to Disney, I was there with my sister and her two kids. So you were busy. So there were, but there were, I bet there were times when this was us, when again, one of us had to take a kid to the bathroom right. and bring them in. But again, that was probably, I'm sure we were more communicative and it was probably while we were in line already. Right. And you're holding a child. There's also your, a point where it's like, it depends on how deep into the line you are. Like if you got to cut all the way to the front, like th no, then you right. then just wait. It depends on what percentage in you are. Like if you're halfway through, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there, there's certainly a cutoff point. Anyway, my punishment <laughs> right. for, um, for Molly is that she has to do Molly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. See, just because you don't have a punishment, you have to go back. You have to go on my side. Now. It's just so hard not to just say the uh, for both the easy things like, oh, you got to wait in, the, in a really long line or whatever without any just no oh, fast passes for, her, for, you for the day. No fast pass, which I think are unfair, but that's a whole different thing to begin with. <laughs> um, but like you have to, um, I don't I know, do for it. her punishment, she can't go to theme parks for one season. No season of theme parks. Yeah, I don't know. There's a more creative punishment. My brain is is tired. I can't come up with she it. She has to ride all the all the 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 sea rides, all the rides that are bad, like the um, sure the non themed. You know, she's only ride. It's a small world. I thought you meant like the the ones themed around the ocean, the sea rides. Oh, no. Folks, maybe you can come up with a better punishment than we did for either of these parties. You can also let us know, who do you side with? Mine was fine. Guilty or, or not guilty. I think we all agree both were maybe not quite up to snuff. You can email us, geeksontrial at gmail.com. That's also where you can go to give us your own geeky case, whether it's about theme parks, video games, movies, board games, whatever it is. Send it to us. We will cover it on the show if it's good enough, and we will settle it and give you a verdict for your very own to take home and prove you're right or wrong in one way or the other. Again, that's... And even if it's not good enough. Yeah, if it's subpar, we'll probably take that too. Geeksontrial at gmail.com, or you can use our handy-dandy form, which is in our episode description. It's true, and uh, while you're in that description, you can click the link or just go to patreon.com slash geeksontrial, and uh, for a few bucks a month, you get early access and some bonus features, which will be rolling out in the future. So stay the tuned future, for Ivan? that. The future, Conan. Speaking of Conan O'Brien, Conan, where can they find you on the internet? Yeah, well, you can follow me in my podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, Mo Rocca on this week, so check that out. You can also, uh, I don't know, go to my website, jonathanessis.com. You'll find I do YouTube videos, podcasts, newsletters, and all kinds of fun, creative stuff over there. And you can uh, find my stuff over at ivanhan.com or youtube.com slash thesnackguy. And uh, I guess that wraps up this episode of Geeks on Trial. I'm Ivan Hahn. Oh, I'm Jonathan Estes, and we'll be seeing you guys in the future. Bye.